This is Coffee at KYUK, conversation between friends and neighbors. Come in and have a cup. Joining us for coffee today is Golga Oscar and Teresa Quiner. They are here to talk about a major award given to Golga for the arts. Morning. We're having a little bit of uh, sound difficulty here. Uh, Give us just one moment. Good morning. Good morning. So, Golga, you've just won a pretty prestigious award. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. um, So let me first introduce myself. So majority of the people might already know me, but for those that don't, my name is Golga Kuki Oscar. I'm from Kasigaluk and Dununuk. My parents are David and Molly, and my grandparents are Apsak and Ligavak from Kasigaluk and Akanakuluk from Dununuk. But yeah, um, so going with this prestigious award, it's a community spirit award that I just got funded through the First People Fund this year, and it's a very huge award for me to ever receive other than other grants, but yeah. That's so exciting. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about what went into receiving this award? Is this something that you applied for, or were you nominated? I was um, nominated through this grant, and um, the the nomination process was kind of long, so I was nominated by one of my former principals, Christina Powers, and she was the one that um, really inspired me to pursue my teaching career within the focus of um, Yupik art. Wow. I, I think that like the first part was, um, I mean, the way that she inspired me was that she made me ta- teach a headdress cl- Yupik headdress class while, while I was still in, in high school as a sophomore student. So, um, my understanding is that this award comes with a with a really nice uh, cash award. Can you tell us a little bit about that, and you know what you're planning to do with those funds? Yeah, it's um, pretty much a hu- pretty much a huge award that I received in my lifetime. And part of that, um, what I wrote in my proposal was to focus on two regions, which is Agulmut and Kaluyagmut, because those two regions really influenced me influenced my work to go beyond. Um, <clears throat> my artistry began while living in Tununuk, and the way that it started was through a ceremony called Guvigik. Um And Guvigik is held during spring, um, spring, beginning of the spring year. And is this award something that was given to you as an artist for your body of art as a whole, or is it something that was given to you for a specific piece of art that you created? So within speaking speaking a little bit about the award, it the award mainly emphasizes around culture bearers for those who are for those who've been continuing and holding the significance, I mean, the importance of cultural knowledge, cultural spirituality, and, you know, um, behind that was that I was recognized as a culture bearer back in 2022, and then from that, um, it gave me a huge responsibility in keeping my culture alive. And then within my responsibility, I have the opportunity to teach those who are wanting to learn about Yupik culture, Yupik identity. And when I say Yupik identity in depth, that means excluding Western ideology. 
um, so far I've so far I've held so many workshops throughout my career, and part of those workshops was using ancestral methodologies. These methodologies focused on the qulighat, meaning the stories, the significance behind certain yupik numbers, yupik colors, yupik numbers such as three, four, five, and seven, yupik colors such as such as red, blue, black, and white, and how these, how how the system is closely related to the yupik spirituality, because ma- majority of these elements can be found on a parka, a headdress, or yupik garment in general. That's really interesting. Um, so, were you the only person to receive this award, or is it given to more than one person every year? Yeah, um, so far um, this year they selected at least four different artists and f- four of them includes me. Um, I think years back, Marie Maid and um, Margaret, Margaret someone from Anchorage, they, they're the ones that received it as well. Oh, they're cool. both Yupik artists. And will there be any sort of award ceremony for this? Um, so First People Fund is planning on reaching out to me middle of the year and wanting to do a community potlatch in celebration of this award. And I don't have details about it yet. But, yeah, they're planning on celebrating it through community potlatch. Well, that's very exciting. And are some of the other award winners, are they all from Alaska or are they from around the country? They're from around the North, North, North America. So mainly within Canada and United States. And each has, wait, each comes from certain parts of the um, country. I mean, one one was from Hawaii, one was from Southwest, and the other was from maybe Midwest. And they're all different tribes. So I have a question. What are you working on right now? Is there a piece of art that you're excited about right now that you're working on? Yeah, so I ha- I received so much opportunities last year. And uh, within that time period, the Surrey Foundation funded me to create a Arctic ground squirrel parka. Not parka, but project. So I ended up... Um, so I ended up coming up with a fancy parka, um, Kalik parka, and I'm making two different styles. And um, once um, those two different styles are men's Kalik and women's Kalik. Men's Kalik consists of tails, although women's Kalik doesn't really consist of tails. But yeah, and um, I have other projects aligning. Uh, I was funded through Native Arts and Cultural Foundation, and I received that award back in September. And part of that proposal was to create two more fancy parkas. And the materials that I chose was mink and rabbit. Uh, I guess I think part um, those two that I'm planning on producing, mink and rabbit, I think mink I'm going to be producing a kulitak. And then rabbit might be an atkupak. So it's mainly exploring variety of yupik garments within those grants and I'm very excited to even produce um to even produce them. 
You've had a big year, I mean, with your, all of your fellowships and the awards that you've received. So I guess, you know, what I'm wanting to know is what's next? You know, what are you excited about going forward in your career in the next couple of years? I don't really know. I'm just going with the flow at the moment. I mean, ever since started, ever since I started working here at the KUC campus as a Native Arts Coordinator, I've been very excited in hosting workshops, creating workshops. And one of the workshops that I was very excited about was a Najak, not Malachi, but Najak workshop, which I haven't created um, created before. So then I had three students signed up, no, four students signed up during that um, workshop, and we were just going with the flow and creating it, and I didn't have a pattern for it. So we helped one another in producing the pattern, and... It was just a unique experience for me and my students, and yeah. That's one of the great things about teaching is just as often as you're teaching them, they're teaching you. Yeah, it's like learning, building community, building leadership. When I say leadership, leadership doesn't only focus on one person, but it focuses on focuses as, as a teamwork. So that's what I only. That's what I think about when I say um, when I think about leadership is helping one another as a community instead of instead of um, focusing on one person I mean you know relying on one person do you have any other workshops coming up that people in the community are able to sign up for I do not Um, I'm planning on producing I mean creating flyers hopefully this week and start booking rooms <coughs> within the main KUC building. Um, this week and a half was pretty pretty busy for me because I was just in Fairbanks on Wednesday through Friday looking at the Arctic ground squirrel items that our Jewlap with our ancestors created. And it was so much variety of dolls and parkas that was just intriguing, just beautiful and powerful. I mean, when I looked at them, like culture culture itself is so powerful cultural cultural art i mean cul- doing cultural work tends to say cult- let me say let me say this like culture cultural art saved my life from this western toxicity because it keeps my mind occupied within working pro- within working with my projects and all and like yeah culture is such, so powerful and then after my Fairbanks trip. I took a trip down to Santa Fe, and I just came back yesterday. And then my time at Santa Fe is that one of the museums, Ralph Tico Foundation, was the one that reached out to me to do a correction data database um, list, more like correcting their database, what type of um, epic art they have. So I spent Monday and Tuesday in looking at their archives and they had little little amount of epic um epic items and yeah and one of the things that i seen that i rec- um more like the two that i seen was um Neva Rivers doll Inuguap that was down there as well as um i think it was, i think it was Alice Fitka or I don't know if i'm pronouncing her last name wrong but she's from Eek and her doll was also down there so um, they're planning on, I guess, part of that 
trip was that the museum is planning on repatriating those items and giving it back to the community. And yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's very cool that artists from this region have work in, you know, museums down in Santa Fe. <laughs> so, um I guess, like, you know, this is such a big award, and I'm wondering, like, what was your reaction when you found out that you were getting it? When I first received the call that morning, I was very, I was very shocked. I was really amazed. I mean, I was speechless, because um, this is such a huge award for me. I mean, one of the, the president of the First People, First People Fund said that I was the youngest out of all select um selectees throughout those years throughout I think a decade and a half and then me being the first person to ever receive a back-to-back award from them because last year I received their artist and business award and then this year it's community spirit award and then yeah it's just shocking for me I mean it gave it gave me more of a huge responsibility of where I am and what my status is. And it caught my attention of of where I'm at, at at the moment. I mean, I've been conducting research of Yupik identity, Yupik spirituality, and Yupik culture itself throughout these past years from through utilizing Jalista books that Anne Fineup and Marie made, mm-hmm. as well as Alice Raritan and Mark John of what they've been producing um, through those um, interviews that they conducted back in 1980s, along with Teresa, Teresa John's book, The Yupik Yurariarait. So all those books really influenced me and inspired me to even pursue and strengthen my culture identity. Well, I'm really excited to see, you know, what you what you do going forward. It's been really fun working with you at the college and seeing all the workshops that you've been putting on. And, um, you know, I can just see, like, the enthusiasm in the community that you're providing these learning opportunities to people. Um, that's something that, you know, over the years that I've worked at the college, we've seen that, like, we just can't offer enough of that stuff. And it's very cool to have you as such a young person there to inspire younger people to be learning about art and teaching and connecting um, people who are both UPIC and non-UPIC how to, um, you know, learn about the culture in this way. Um, so we just have a couple minutes left. Is there anything else that you um, want to tell us about your art or this award or what you have coming up? I guess um, one thing that I wanted to say is that I re- my main goal within folks on Yupik communities is to strengthen and expand Yupik artistry. And I really want to inspire and influence the younger generation to even pursue this type of cultural art because I know like 10 years from now, I want to see a lot of people producing cultural art. It doesn't have to be traditional. It doesn't have to follow those traditions, but it also it also can be contemporary. So always, since we have social media, always explore variety of um, variety of posts that has that emphasize around cultural art, because there's a lot of indigenous inf- influences um, downstate that are, you know, expanding. 
But something that you and I, when we've talked in the past, you know, that really kind of sink, sunk into me is that, you know, outside of just being an artist yourself, you're really interested in helping other artists in this region expand their art and, you know, get the word out to the lower 48 about um, their their business and their art. And um, you've done such a good job with that yourself. So that's it's cool to see that that's something that you'll be able to help other artists in the region with. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that um, we're wrapping up. Golga, thank you so much for coming on the radio to chat with me again. And, yeah, I look forward to hearing more about what you have going on with your art and with your teaching. Oh, you're welcome. And Koyana for giving me this opportunity to even share about this journey. I'm very excited to even go beyond. That's Golga Oscar and Teresa Kwanner from the Kuskokwim Consortium Library. Thank you for joining us for coffee.